and I try to get a little pretty with things. I had this like opening question that really just set the tone in the wrong way. I think I was talking about like um, imposter syndrome, something like unrelated to her expertise, something I kind of picked up and it might not have been a bad question near the end, like once we were warmed up and things were going and um, the, the conversation was there, but instead I opened it up with her. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to be real. Today, I'm joined by Justin Peters, who previously featured on episode 192 of Broken Bulbs. Now, after living in St. Louis for 25 years, Justin decided to to move out to San Diego, and now he's in Austin, Texas. He started his podcast, The Struggle is Real with Justin Peters, to learn and share some valuable lessons for 20-somethings. And honestly, he's probably the best podcast host ever. I'll link his show below. But he also messed up an interview with a great guest. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Justin Peters, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? As ready as I ever be, Alex. <laughs> okay, fantastic. <laughs> Hopefully that's ready enough because we're going to get into something pretty fun. Uh, as a podcaster, I can kind of relate to this. You were new to podcasting and felt like your interview kind of flopped. Uh, do you want to tell us how exactly did this happen? Do you remember your first like single dig- single digit interviews and, and where you're at with those? <laughs> oh, vividly. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you might have a little bit of empathy in this, but um, episodes one through six for me on The Struggle is Real were my best friends or close friends of mine. And I didn't really feel intimidated walking into it. And as I, I'm an over-preparer for most of my, my conversations, it's just, I'm a heavy research person. That's the kind of style that I like to deliver on the show. But I made a mistake with my seventh guest. Um, her name is Alex and, um, she was my first like qualified guest. I feel like, like, you know, when you take that first step up in terms of guests and you're like, okay, like, I don't know who this person is. They have credentials. They have expertise in a subject matter area. That was Alex for me. Um, we were talking negotiation, which should have been a pretty straightforward conversation. I think Everybody knows four or five pretty relevant questions that you should be asking around negotiation and what your audience would be interested in. And I try to get a little pretty with things. I had this like opening question that really just set the tone in the wrong way. I think I was talking about like um, imposter syndrome, something like unrelated to her expertise, something I kind of picked up. And it might not have been a bad question near the end, like once we were warmed up and things were going and um, the the conversation was there. But instead, I opened it up with her and she was taken aback. I didn't even prepare for the answer either or the question either, which might have been a mistake of my own. Um, But she was taken aback and we really kind of had to like restart the conversation like halfway through the interview. And it was just 
we were in different directions. Like uh, we just like weren't in sync in the conversation. And at that point in time too, as a host and a conversationalist, I wasn't really in the, I didn't have the skill set to like save or redirect a conversation in that way. And um, ultimately it came down to thinking about it was this whole like prestige around wanting to be this like elite podcaster and not necessarily realizing where I was at and what, in terms of that, what game I needed to play. And I think as much as you should always be striving to be the next class in terms of like whatever skill that you're working on or wherever you're at and there's things you can do, the truth is you have to climb the ladder the same way everybody else does. And you start from the bottom and you work your way up to the top. And um, sometimes insight, sometimes you need to use insightful questions and other times you just need to start the way that any average podcaster will start and going through that experience and realizing some of that and taking some feedback from her as well. I had to take a step back, realize that I'm not Tim Ferriss and that I don't need to like dive deep into like this one little nugget right from minute one on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you were kind of putting the cart before the horse like if, if that's a fair analogy. And so how have you changed since then in order to, because you've grown as a podcaster in general, so you're a better host and you've got different guests and great guests. And how have you changed since then to make sure you start the interview off on the right foot and lead it in the right direction? Yeah, I think it's simplifying, not starting with like this um, ambiguous question to start with. Hearing, you know, doing enough research on on the guests that I know, hearing some of their opening statements. If you get a reoccurring guest, they'll, they'll they typically have a way they like to introduce themselves, either through a story that really illustrates their story arc, or um, they have some kind of bio that they like to kind of warp into a two minute introduction. Um, being okay with that and shaping it to your to fit your podcast. I think is is important, but not completely ignoring that or ignoring that entirely, I think could be a fault. Um, so really kind of simplifying some things and also just like knowing what are some things really kind of focusing on like one thing that you feel like you can really improve whenever I have each conversation. So maybe with the intro question for me, it, it was like, okay, where do I want to get to in minute 10? And then I worked my way backwards and I realized, okay, what what one or two questions do I need to ask ahead of time in order to really get into the meat of my conversation in minute, minute 10? And through that, I realized it wasn't talking about imposter syndrome whenever I'm trying to get to negotiation. It might be more so her story around whenever she felt like she didn't have confidence around negotiation. Uh, and that made just for a much cleaner story or introduction. So kind of taking a step back there and, and, and really kind of deciding on that. And also... As much as I like to call this a, as a broken bulb, it was just, it was a learning lesson for me. It was one of those things where like I I needed to experience and have so I could step back and realize okay, the only question I really know that I'm going to be able to ask during every interview is probably the very first question I start with. How can I make sure that we start the conversation off on the right foot? Right, I like that. I like that, and that first question is huge. I mean, what's funny about that is that the first question that I ask, I always tell the guests before we record, I always tell them it doesn't, it doesn't matter what I say, but I give that instruction of what should you say after I ask this leading question about your story and your experience. 
And, and I think that's the point is properly preparing your guest for what's upcoming and making sure that you're handing it over to them in a way that they can handle it, that they can hold it and say, okay, it's my turn now. I like that. Now, for the last couple minutes here, I want to extrapolate this idea out to maybe a more broad situation because this is great for podcasters. I mean, simplify a little bit and ask these straightforward questions. But how do you think this kind of lesson can apply to somebody who's working on a different creative project that isn't podcasting? So to bring it to a broader audience as well, I think it is important to have an idol that you look up to and that you want to emulate. But I also think it's important to find some people that are one stage above you as well and realize what they do well and try to emulate some of that versus, once again, for me, a Tim Ferriss and where he's at with his podcast and just conversational and hosting skills might be a little bit out of touch for me right now. But where Alex is right now and what you do with your podcast there's a lot that I learn that I can learn from you from being on your podcast, seeing how you execute your show. What do I really like about that? And I can bring that back in. So I think if if I were to give some advice or a learning lesson from this from people that are non podcasters, it's really kind of finding that person that's a notch above you and listening and and watching what they do. And that could be the important aspects that you want to focus on during this part of your journey. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now because you've continued doing interviews, so it can't be going terribly now. So why don't you tell us about your podcast and all the rest of your work? I've been having an absolute blast on the podcast, a little road bump there, but honestly, I have grown so much. Um, If you want to check out the podcast, you can find us. uh, It's The Struggle is Real with Justin Peters on all your favorite podcast players. Um, it's been a journey in my se- with myself with this project and getting the opportunity to interview some really amazing people. I feel like I've really grown in my style as a host and found my voice. So if you want to check that out, go listen to episode seven and then go listen to my most recent episode and hopefully you'll see that that change. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm certain they they will. You will always see a change between then and now and that's part of growth and I love it. And with that, I just got to say thank you once again, Justin, for joining us. It's been a pleasure, Alex. And thank you for listening. Make improvements with each moment. Special thank you to Justin for joining me once again and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Make sure you check out his work, including his podcast, which of course I have linked down in the show notes. And if you liked hearing Justin on this show, make sure you check him out on episode 192 of Broken Bulbs as well. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.